Your body's trying to tell you something. It's giving you hints that something isn't right. That's why we talk with expert dietitians to break down these early warning signs so you can get closer to understanding what your body is trying to tell you. Are you currently taking birth control or recently decided to stop? If you've noticed changes in your body, such as bloating, abdominal pain, unpredictable bowel movements, or an overwhelming sense of fatigue, you're not alone. To answer what's going on, we bring on Tara Durden, a functional registered dietitian specializing in women's health. She has worked with hundreds of women struggling with hormonal and digestive issues, using a functional approach to thrive and without sacrificing well-being. With almost a decade of experience, she helps women optimize their hormones, mineral, and gut health, combining both holistic and scientific methods. Welcome, Tara. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure having you on the show. You ready to talk women's health? I am. Excellent. So I think something that's starting to trickle out into the public and creating awareness is that birth control can start having some adverse effects that people are starting to recognize. And my question to you is, if a woman stops taking birth control, what could they potentially start to feel? Yes. So this is one of my favorite topics. I love this subject. I'll start with there are a few different types of birth control, but I'm at most common with or I most commonly work with women who are on the pill, the hormonal birth control pill. And um, so usually when women are coming off of the pill, so many things can happen. Like our immune system can kind of slow down. Our liver health can suffer. But most importantly, our gut health takes like a huge hit. A woman's immune system, her gut and her liver can be affected by birth control. Can you talk a little bit about why it's affecting so many parts of the body? Yeah. What birth control does over time is it really does just put a damper on the entire body system. And as we know, the body all works together. All of the systems are interconnected, especially the gut, especially our hormones, especially the liver. So it's like all super intricately connected. And uh, over time, this type of medication will let that communication between the brain and the gut decrease more and more. So basically, the brain is losing connection to all these things, causing these issues with the other system. Does that make sense? It does. What specifically is happening in the gut? Is this slowing things down, speeding things up, keeping them at a standstill? I mean, what's going on? Yeah. So most commonly what I see, because what I do with my clients is uh, functional testing. So all the time I'm running stool tests on clients, especially post birth control. And what I tend to see is like a really big buildup of bad bacteria in the gut um, when they come off birth control. And that's because of this decreased gut brain connection. And then also causing like our bodies to retain the hormones and toxins that it should be let out. But these toxins and hormones are not being built up in the body over time because we're taking birth control. Can you zone in on why bad bacteria is happening in the gut during birth control? So everyone has their own gut microbiome. And basically, over time, it just keeps getting deteriorated because of this lack of communication between all the body systems. And when that lack of communication persists and our gut microbiomes change, our diets, how we eat, and then how our bodies process the foods tend to change. So like, for example, being on a medication for however long and whatnot um, can really 
possibly mess up how we are digesting foods and how uh, certain minerals are being absorbed into our bodies. So like birth control is most commonly known to deplete minerals such as like B vitamins, zinc, things like that. So over time, those vitamins and minerals that help us digest and absorb foods are doing this less and less. So that's what I mean by over time, (laughs) our gut microbiome get all messed up and then we're unable to absorb the foods and then in turn a bad bacteria overgrowth becomes about or comes about and then our good bacteria decreases. So it's not like we have a direct line of communication to our gut and we know that there's an overgrowth happening. What is our body telling us through symptoms that there is an overgrowth in bacteria? So when there is an overgrowth, it could look like for anyone, it could look different, but you could either have like some heightened mood irritability, anxiety, depression, or you could have some rashes and skin issues coming about onto your face, onto your arms. Um, Or you could even be dealing with like chronic diarrhea or chronic constipation. Um, And a lot of bloating is what I commonly see. So that's interesting. Bloating. What mechanically is happening inside the gut that's causing this bloating? Yeah, so this is another cool thing that you can actually see like scientifically on the stool test. Uh, It measures our pancreatic enzyme marker in the gut. So almost always when a client comes to me, they're either getting off birth control or they're on birth control and they just have noted extreme bloating, can't really digest food well. I almost always know their digestive enzyme is going to be pretty low on their uh, stool test. So that's pretty cool to see uh, the correlation there. Sometimes it can even start with like, are you stress eating and eating while you're checking your emails and working and not like setting a good foundation for (laughs) gut hygiene, I guess. Um, So it could really vary, but almost always it's that pancreatic enzyme. You know, hearing all of the symptoms and possible byproducts of taking birth control, why is it being prescribed so openly? Yeah, so I think especially almost over a decade ago, I think that was the easiest thing for providers to do for women coming in with extremely painful, heavy periods, or even just pregnancy prevention. That was the thing. The I don't want to call it the Band-Aid approach, but basically Band-Aid approach to quote-unquote healing these things was to just give out birth control, here you go, but not tell these women and inform them about all of the side effects because that personally happened to me and it happens to tons of my clients. You don't really get the full understanding of what you're actually taking every day and what it's doing to your body over time. So I think that's why it's commonly prescribed because it's easy for them. So let's talk a little bit about that. A woman goes to see her OBGYN, her endocrinologist, her primary care doctor, and they are talking about what symptoms are they feeling that essentially has the provider recommend birth control? What What are those symptoms? So probably most commonly like heavy bleeds, um, maybe constant cysts, maybe they're having skin issues along with like irregular cycles, anything like that are some of the top subjects that I see why these women are going for birth control. Well, that's interesting. 
So what are the root causes of these irregular menstruations? So usually, the funny thing is, is that it often stems from the gut. Like usually these gut and, or these hormone imbalances are coming from something that's irregular in the gut. But instead of looking into the root cause, it's just much easier to slap some medication on somebody than running all these tests and finding the root cause. So I think that's why birth control was handed out as much as it was back in the day. But I think it's so important nowadays, more women are becoming more familiar with what it's actually doing to the body. So I think probably we'll see a trend of less and less people taking it soon to come. Given all those side effects, it sounds like that is a good path for the public to become aware of the side effects of birth control and potentially some of the things that it's doing to the body. Let's talk about your practice. Um, what have you seen when a patient's either come to you on birth control, off birth control, and like what was the process of either getting them off or the aftermath of getting off? And like, how did we get them to a good, healthy state? Yes. So I'll start with a little bit about how I even got into being a dietitian. I first wanted to just help people kind of ditch dieting and ditch that binge restrict cycle of eating. But the more clients that I saw, the more that I noticed a trend, I mostly see women, um, was that they were on birth control. So once that happened, and once I was going through my own functional medicine and functional nutrition healing journey, I was more called to practice in that space. So I got extra training in that. Um, so now I run stool testing, mineral testing, and sometimes hormone testing on all of the women who come to me in my practice because they're either feeling like really off, maybe their labs are beautiful, quote unquote. <laughs> uh, maybe a conventional doctor says their labs are great, but they still feel like crap and they want to know why. So I dive deeper, I look into what does your mineral status look like? Because the mineral test that I run looks at the past three months of your minerals, whereas blood testing looks at the snapshot of the day, like basically where your labs are at that day. And then stool testing, of course, because it gets, it dives deep into like the entire root of what's going on in your gut and all the connections to that. And I like to run those two together, especially for women getting off birth control, because like I said, all those minerals get depleted when you're taking the pill for a year, for 15 years. Um, and then the gut test pairs really well with it to identify if there are infections happening, if there is a reduced digestive function, if there is inflammation in the body. So, yeah. It seems like once one domino falls, like the rest start falling. Question for you is, why would you see a dietitian directly? Yeah, so dietitians usually look at the whole body instead of just looking at each piece of the body. So like your endocrinologist is obviously looking at certain things like your pancreas and how your blood sugar is doing. Um, I mean, not all of them, but you're lucky if you come to some, come to a specialist and they actually look at the whole body instead of just focusing on one certain organ or a couple. So I think it's really important for people to seek help from a dietitian, especially when they're trained in the functional realm of things, because we really do look at the root cause and connect all of the pieces together versus saying, oh, you have this, so just do this. Well, it seems like you don't really need to go to other MDs anymore. We should just be going to dietitians. 
I do think that everyone should have their yearly, like, not physical, but yearly exam with their dietitian. My husband actually joked with me about that and said that I should start that with my clients. Like, it's a pretty good idea because it is important to see other specialties. And I think it is important because more doctors are becoming aware of how dietitians are beneficial, whereas before they were kind of just looked over and passed along. But now I think more more doctors are helping dietitians and raising awareness towards them these days. And that's what we're certainly doing with this podcast. Tell us a little bit about your practice and what kind of patients you see. Yes. So as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I specialize in women's health. So I mainly see women with hormonal and digestive issues and maybe even energy and fatigue issues. Um, And I do all of that specialty lab testing, but I also make sure to incorporate nourishment fundamentals. So again, looking at the whole body approach and not just focusing on food and supplements, but instead making sure that we're getting all of the self-care, sleep, circadian rhythm support, and all of that in there too. Tara, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where would someone find you and how would they engage with you to book a session? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram mostly. So I'm just nutrition with Tara. And then I also am on LinkedIn often, and you can find me on just nutrition time, time like the herb. And then that's my website as well, nutrition-time.com. And reach out to me on any of those and I will book a session with you. Excellent having you on the show. You are a wealth of knowledge. We will definitely have you back soon. Thank you so much. Can't wait to be back. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Wonder Why podcast. If today's episode resonated with you or reminded you of someone struggling with similar symptoms, please share it with them. It might just be the life-changing moment they need. This show is brought to you by Dietitians for a Healthy America, a nonprofit dedicated to advocating for dietitians and promoting nutritional therapy to enhance health and prevent diseases for all Americans. For more information, visit our website, www.dietitianshealthieramerica.org. Until next time, stay curious and empowered in your health journey.